2: David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 You got the easy job today. out, You have to play the part of Jonathan. I got to be capped today. Is that what you're doing? That's yeah. I would say I got I got, got a bigger burden. To take so on. What 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 role do you do then? Well, like I'm going to play on my phone. I'm not going to pay attention to Shay. Right. I'm going to say odd things just at the spur in a moment. Fight with me a lot. I'm fight with you quite a bit. And really, say the Bears are only going to win five games.
0: Yeah. Things and, ha- they, they can't be good for another five years. Yes, I'm going to tell, tell you
2: how good Vooch is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This Bulls team just they needs...
0: Run the offense through Vooch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cubs are going to win the World
2: Series. He doesn't work for their Nagy network anymore. Me. And so- Matt Nagy hates me. He wears that as like a badge of honor, doesn't he? I heard you, Shay talking with him about it like... In Indy, when the guys were down there for, for the you know their stay at the Combine, that Cap said hi to several people. He got dissed by, we didn't talk about this, but he got dissed by Paul Allen initially. Yeah, but did they make up then? I think so.
0: Did what happened, Shea? And by the way, it's Waddle and Sylvie in for uh, Cap and Hoodie today. 7-10. To so, like, uh, Hoodie had the UIC game. UIC lost yesterday. He was in St. Louis. First ever uh, time that UIC was at Arch Madness. Uh, cap is in vegas right now getting another tattoo yeah <laughs> you never know you never know he could i would
2: like and- to see him get his eyebrows tattooed make him make Why? him permanent oh the- do something weird that that would be weird that would be weird so what happened with uh And the,
0: and, and that's one of our guys too with the diss.
3: Yeah, with Paul Allen. yeah. So all we have on it is Cap's story. He claims he went over and um, they made up. He told him, hey, man, I I work with Jonathan. That's my partner. Nice to meet you. Shake hands. You know how Cap is. Yeah. We don't know. I have no idea. I wasn't present for this.
2: But the first part of the story was the best where like PA came over and and, I wish we
3: had. Somebody in Twitch needed to clip that moment because it was incredible. I wasn't giggling. I lost it. It was such a good depth between Paul Allen yes, and Hoodie. Yes. You could hear the hand smack from across the room. I mean, the two of them locked hands. It was so smooth. It was perfect. And then capped... Looks right at him, puts his hand out, and Paul Allen looks at him and turns the other way. It's fantastic. It was Paul unreal. Allen, the voice of the
0: Vikings. Yes. he went. Vi- he's gone viral many, many times. It was uh, he had the call when Brett Favre threw the interception when he played for the Vikings against <sighs> the Saints. This yeah. ain't Detroit, man. Yeah. And then uh, this year there was uh, one of the. I think against the Bills when LeBron retweeted wow. one of his calls or like the video of him getting excited during one of his calls. We've had him on numerous times. We go back and forth. He's got he's much
2: love it. for you. Yeah, well, he's great at his job, and he's a very colorful presenter of you know what is going on. So he's been a friend of our show for a long time. I just thought it was very funny. To hear huge laughing yeah. as they were describing what had transpired. Yes. But I guess Cap went back and groveled and, and kind of, you well, know. Well, he has to. Yeah. He's got to heal that relationship. Okay. That well, didn't he's like, sense. I
0: used to be a big fan of his. Nope, not anymore.
3: Not after that. But then he kept walking it back. I thought Black said the best thing thir- during crosstalk. I totally understand if you don't want to like this person because he dissed you on the dap. That makes sense. Yeah. If somebody walks Sylvie, if you see somebody who you know professionally at dinner, and you they shake Tom's hand sitting next to you, and then look at you and walk away, you should hate that person. It's yeah. sort
2: of like sort of like watching a football game on Sunday nights, and one of your good friends mentions one of us, but not the other right, one. Right, right, exactly. Mike Tirico and the Packer game.
0: I was just going to ask, him. happened. The Tom Waddle Show. Oh, we have that in the system. He oh, yeah. Sylvie played it
2: off like it was ha-ha, funny-funny. He was so pissed it was ridiculous. Oh, well,
0: Tom Waddle's going to take a lot of calls tomorrow on his radio show about uh, these play calls by Luke
2: Getze. It was about Justin. It was a fourth down call. Instead of being under center, they were in the shotgun at, like, fourth and one. And it created, you know, a kind of an immediate controversy or second-guessing. Yes. And Mike... Who we both love, and I think he loves us both, mentioned my name but not you yours. more than me. So you didn't get a dap, and you were pissed. <laughs> it was probably very capish. I
0: got every all my friends were were, were tweeting. Oh, hey,
2: man. Waddle got a shout out,
3: but you didn't. <laughs> that, Everybody it. knows the Tom Waddle show, two to six on ESPN. All,
0: all the dads in the neighborhood who like sort of listen to the show, but don't really listen to the show, but they all watch the Bears game, and they're like, it's like no street cred that no. the top uh-uh. model they like i'm just the sidekick
2: and what makes it so great is is that you love the shout out i love the shout like out nobody more, than, more than anybody else like when greedy says your name i think you get blood flow uh, i really do i think are, your, your are you genes, kidding? i think your jeans get tight
0: very much so yeah even so like even sometimes when it's not a shout out and it's a mention yeah. i play it off like it's a shout out
2: yeah well, you know, you, you take what you can get, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So
0: uh, we're in for uh, Cap and J Hood today. The number to reach is three one two three three two three seven seven six. It is Friday. It's Friday. Uh, it's the weekend. Uh, you, you're just about made it to your weekend. Let's hope we can dodge the snow today. A lot going on. The combine continues. Quarterbacks report today, right? Uh, oh, is that? I well, they, so. they reported, but they're gonna. Well, I think they meet some. People. Some of them are gonna work out. Not all of them, though. Some of them are going to jump. Some of them are going to run. Not all of them. I
2: may drive down to Indy after the show just to watch the the event that is Bryce Young standing on a scale and being measured. Yeah, I mean, that's like... That's, that's the top story of this year's draft. That and obviously the unfortunate situation with Jalen Carter, which is still yet to fully play out. But isn't that the top? Yes. Isn't the size of Bryce Young? And as it's related to the Bears, it's ultra important. I want to see him measure at 6'3 and weigh 225 today. Yeah, you know he's not weighing 225. Well, but if he did, guess how much more valuable that that. number one overall pick is. Uh, This is where you know the
0: NFL, and we know this. We we don't even need to know this, that the NFL has us wrapped around their finger. We were joking about this yesterday during crosstalk with Carmen and Yurko. We were watching a bunch of dudes who played the defensive line running forty yard dashes and we were basically like trying to guess before each forty what they would run. Would they break five? Would they be a five two oh? And we were yelling and we we're like, look at this guy move.
2: Four we, kids at Christmas morning. And what we were we, we like. were
0: excited watching these guys run forties and we're like, this is this is ridiculous. We're excited about a bunch of fat dudes running forties.
2: Wrapped around the football's got us wrapped right around its small little pinky. And now think
0: about it, Waddle. We're talking about a quarterback getting on a scale. Yeah. We're talking about Bryce Young getting on a scale. Will he
2: weigh more than 200 pounds? Well, because the outcome of that weigh in is going to have a significant impact on our favorite team's value of the number one overall selection, or could football, man. Yes. And not just that. But there's another young man who did his workout yesterday, who now has people talking about him as being the best player in this draft and maybe may force the Bears to take him number one overall, which both of us are not excited about. I guess Will Anderson performed quite well in his workout he yesterday. He did very you know, and I, he I like Will. Very well.
0: I love Will Anderson. He seems to be the total package yeah. uh athlete production. Uh, on and off the field, all of the things that really we're questioning now about Jalen Carter. Yes, but set the table on this regarding Will Anderson, and I've seen, and I could I could help you too, but with what I've seen from a lot of the bloggers that I like on Twitter.
2: Well, I, I guess Will Anderson. I, I don't have the ex, the exact stats of his workout, but I guess he ran a sub four seven forty interviewed exceptionally well shows all the traits of being a guy inside your clubhouse that's going to be a leader Amel um, Mel has identified him as the best edge rusher in the draft but doesn't think he's going to be a Nick Bosa type you know nine or ten sacks we would have killed for nine or ten sacks from one player last year wouldn't we I think we got 10 or 20 collectively from the team, entire defense yes, yes uh but but as it's been described to us You know, really good player, but maybe not a franchise-changing player. Or at least that's how Mel has described him. I believe now, especially with the Jalen Carter situation, that Will Anderson is now starting to, to catch a little more attention from everybody involved. And Courtney mentioned this to us yesterday, that what if the Bears decide that Will Anderson is by far the best option in the draft for them and they don't get a trade offer that really is to their liking... Would you be upset if Will Anderson was just selected by the Bears number one overall because he was the best option in this year's draft? And I think you and I are both on the same page here is is that, no, when you have draft pick number one and number 55, you don't have enough assets in that scenario at your disposal at disposal to to upgrade your team in the manner in which this team needs to upgrade because they have so many needs. You look at the Houston Texans right now, the Texans have 2, 12, and what, 33? Yeah. 34, 33? 33. I would say if you if you use one of those fancy value charts currently right now, the Texans have more value in the first two rounds than the Bears. You That's got to change. You don't even need the chart for that. Well, 2, two 12,
0: right. and 33 versus, versus one, 1 and th- 55. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, 1 and 2 are basically the same. They've got 12. There's no other Bears pick until 50 What?
2: 55, I believe, is where yeah, they're at. It got, was the pick. they got
0: another pick. top 15 pick?
2: So, like, to me, I'm not I, – I, I want to see them fill that gap between 1 and 55. You've got too many needs that need to be addressed. If you can convince me, like, you guarantee it, and it has to be true, that – that Will Anderson is the second coming of Nick Bosa, healthy Nick Bosa, not the Nick Bosa that plays 10 or 11 games, but the one that won the NFL or the, the defensive player of with the football, year award?
0: Some football players only play 10 or 11 games. That's, that's the problem that's, with
2: football. That's true. But if, you had, if I could guarantee you that Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, without the issues, was Aaron Donald, would you take him one overall? And forego trading that pick Man. to get more Aaron, assets. Aaron,
0: like he has to be a generational player. This is the but point. how can you guarantee you generational? Can't. You can't.
2: So that's the point. So for me, you could tell me all you want that Will Anderson is the best option in this draft. He fits a need. You need an ass rush. You need an ass rush. Is that what you just said? I just said? did, yeah. That's what I said. So it's you early. can tell we're not yeah. used to We're, we're not need used to talking to It, talk it wasn't even that. I didn't even. wasn't even going for pass rusher. I was going for edge rusher, and I ended up with ass rusher.
0: Bears fans, <laughs> who wants an ass rusher? Raise your hand. Be
2: careful if you get an ass You don't want an ass Ryan rusher. Ryan Poles, would you like an ass rusher at number one? No, I need a pass rusher or an edge rusher. You need that spot, but I need more than that. So if you can't guarantee me that he's going to be somebody... That is going to be an NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Then I will forego drafting him. I'll be him a great player, an excellent player. I need more picks in the first. Let's two take rounds. some
0: calls on this three one two three three two three seven seven six.
2: The thing, the
0: thing you know what got me-, me as
2: well, real quick. My my, my bathroom schedule's all messed up. I know up. we got to talk
0: about that, and you're you're the king of the bathroom talk. Um, good thing Meller's not here. The thing about getting number one and not needing a quarterback is you parlay that into multiple, multiple picks, multiple swings. That's the thing with the draft, multiple swings, because you know you're going to miss on some of them. You have got to get multiple picks here. You've got to build your team. You have so many needs, and you need multiple picks. You cannot be happy with just drafting one player at one. I've seen, I've seen Adam Johns try to convince Bears fans: uh, if if the offers aren't good, just be happy and draft number one, Will Anderson. You can't do that. Three three two three seven seven six. We'll take your phone calls. Would you like an ass rusher like Waddle would like? <laughs> And if you wake up early, is your bathroom schedule off like Waddle and me today? We'll get into that. We're going to have some fun today. It's Waddle and Sylvie in for uh, Cap and Jay Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000
1: Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports.
0: ESPN Chicago. We're in for Cap and J Hud. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Usually two to six on your new home for the Chicago Bears. Want to talk to you at 312 332 3776. It's cool to see some of the uh, familiar names too on the call screener that I usually hear. Me being a P1, preset one for ESPN 1000. I usually listen on the old Sonos though. This is usually the time that I wake up. I got the 711 wake up uh, wake up alarm uh and you then,
2: just I know because you're odd because you everything is on the 11s on the ones the ones whatever. the ones so like I well, never there wouldn't be it'd be 701 so today you said 711 on, on the ones so that's the, not on the ones that's on the 11s the well, ones is 701 801 901 well, like, like
0: traffic on the eights that's the 18 28 38 that's not just 08 so like I wake up on the ones. Today I woke up at 601 or that could mean 611 or 621. Okay. You broadcasting. It's my rule, not you, you
2: broadcasting experts.
0: It's not, it's 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 one of the weird. It's a weird thing. It's one of the weird things. Many of the weird things. So, okay. Uh, I don't know what were we talking. I don't know. About? You say you see you yeah, see people so I that I see the people that I usually hear when I tu- this is the time
2: I usually tune in, I see somebody that usually calls us in the afternoon on the screen as well. All he wants, I think to do you is need argue. to. I think you need to you start. with You got to start, yes, with gotta start right. the Friday let, with Big let, C. Uh, let,
0: let, let me let me just play you this too. Ian Rappaport said this. So hopefully this won't be the scenario regarding just drafting at number one, being happy with Will Anderson because there aren't trade offers that you love for number one. This was Ian Rappaport yesterday on the NFL Network.
4: There is significant significant interest
2: in the number 1 pick. Were you able to sleep last night? Or did you play that sounder in your brain all night long? No, I was I was very
0: I was I was very excited. excited, very, very excited. excited. It was from the bigger pet uh, this is the Chicago whole time. Chicago Bears'
4: General manager Ryan Poles has been very clear. That number one pick is for sale for the right price. It's not said definitively that Justin Fields is his starter no matter what, and obviously what? the evaluation process is ongoing. But so is Don't the process play. about is he going to trade the pick? And from my understanding, there is significant, significant interest in that pick among the teams expected to show interest. The Texans at number two would make sense. Just a quick slide from one to two for the uh, Chicago Bears. The uh, Atlanta Falcons still in need of a quarterback. Obviously, that would be one to watch. The Indianapolis Colts at Ford made it very clear. General Manager Chris Ballard always open for business. Does he take a big swing? And the Panthers still have some questions as well at the quarterback position. No doubt they're looking hard at some of these top, top guys. Looking hard or looking hard? That is a lot of the discussion here. What's going to happen in number one? Don't make fun. You said ass rusher in the first segment. So he said, My point
2: is is like listen, we're humans, we make mistakes, or do we? Or did we both intend to say what we intended to say? Like look, they've got you wrapped around their finger even more so. Oh, I'm on edge. which one of Uh which which one of Ryan Poles' burners do you think he sent that message to Ian Rappaport with?
0: Well, Ian Rappaport's smart enough to know that he's got to vet it, even if it just comes directly from Ryan Poles.
2: With vetting, he, it is fine. Like, yes, how do you vet it? Ryan Poles is... is not going to get is, played by one general manager. No, but, but look. saying that. We know that the first pick has value. Somebody's going to fall in love with one of these quarterbacks, and they're going to want to move up. That's the nature of the league. Okay? A lot of these teams need quarterbacks. You can think that this quarterback class is good, average, or bad. These teams need quarterbacks. Somebody is going to trade for that pick. I just, the, the disinformation and all of the other stuff, it's fun to watch and it's fun to watch people cling to different things that are said.
0: Shay, are you familiar with Big C? Does he usually call uh, Captain Jay Hood? I know Big C well. Yeah. Once in a while, we'll, we'll hear from him. Well, Big C. Big C something. Don't say that. Say with a little more enthusiasm. Big C on the South Side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Big C? That's what I'm talking about. Put a little, you
2: know, a little up into it. Mm. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Don't do it too hard. You may, may have a problem. <laughs>
1: hey, 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 I'm coming uh, to realization here. You got
0: to trade that pick, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to pick. I'm trying to pick. 55? You can't, yeah. You can't build a team that way.
1: Man, what's wrong with Paul? So that's why I told you Paul cannot be listening to the media and the fans. He should have never trade that second-round pick. But no Claypool. Never should have did it. But, you know, he listened to the, just like everything else, listening to the fans, the media, back in the day, color day. Oh, we need a wide receiver. Oh, we need an old line. Oh, we need it. And the next thing you know, the general manager go do it. And the next thing you know, he's fired.
2: Brandon Marshall's
1: oh, pretty innovator.
0: good. Let me bring Brandon Marshall. I don't in. think it has to, yeah, he was good. I don't think it's because he's listening to the media. I think he, he's he's That's looking you know. at the team and he sees he needs he needs help for Justin Fields. How could you not see that? Okay, this, but check this out though. Why everything that the media and the fans say he
1: gonna picky bank and do it? He needs to be innovative.
2: Well, I mean, over. we're jumping, Big C. We're jumping to a conclusion. Like we're six months I, or six weeks I away from pull. the draft. He may, he may or may. I don't know what he's gonna do with the pick. I think he looks at the situation, and says, "I have a hell of a lot of needs." So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to parlay that first overall selection into a one, a two, and maybe a one next year. He got no
1: other choice. Look what type of guy he put himself. But I say one thing: he did good last year. If he go back to the gun, like he did last year, dropped the two uh, defensive backs. Are we unspeak. First good of all, are we
0: on your phone with you. You know better than that. Yeah, was was good. (laughs) Like you're a veteran, you know the rules, big C, and you're putting us on speaker.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, but he got to be more innovative. That's disrespect. One in fifty-five, and and then we got the good Ed Rush. You said they were running four threes.
0: Nolan Smith.
2: He jumped what he jumped yesterday. Yeah, he was, he's 41. a kid from Georgia that didn't play at the end of the season, right? Because of yeah. injury?
0: 41 and a half was
2: vertical. his vertical. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was he was off the board in terms of athletic performance.
0: All right, Big C. So your Guys, message is you. stop listening to the fans and the media.
1: Yeah, you got to trade their picks. Too many good air
0: That's what we've been telling to them to do. Okay, so, so then he shouldn't. See, this sh- is an example of a, a call.
2: Thank you, Big C. Yeah. This is. A, have a great weekend. This is an example of a call where we say. What we we don't want them to sit with number one and fifty five. We want them and to partly number one into number of picks. He says, "Don't listen to them," and then says, "We got to get out of number one," <laughs> which is it.
0: Brian and Kenosha, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Brian? What's up, gentlemen? It's so good to hear you in the morning. Although
2: I do miss Hoodie's smooth pipes. Oh, he's um, great. <laughs> oh, I know, Sylvie. I got I got the Pro Bowl fix based on what you were saying before the Pro
0: Bowl now turns into a reenactment of the draft combine. Anybody who makes the Pro Bowl gets to come in, run the 40, maybe see who the best ass rusher is. You know, I don't know. I don't know if there's time for all of this, but I think we're solving the NFL's Pro Bowl dilemma. That's that's not bad. Like, do a do a combine for who, who NFL
2: veteran? Who, 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 yes, you're right. Are a you 30 like, year old who's just busted his ass for 17 weeks, 18 weeks with the buy. Well, they're in wants shape. To, wants to go to Vegas to go through a veteran combine? No, yeah, like, a, like exactly. no. a veteran
0: combine. Nobody wants who's to go the through the a veteran, best veteran combine. there?
2: When you leave the combine, your hope is as a player that you never have to go through some of the nonsense again. Should they also go through the putt putt and dart throwing Uh-oh, part that, of the uh, evaluation? That
0: that that's what the Bears are doing with the prospects. If you haven't heard that, they're uh, they're trying to loosen them up, bring out the competitive juices. They're bringing them into their hotel
2: suite. Hey, pick up a putter. I like. I really like Ryan Poles, and I do like Matt Eberflus as well. This is a colossal waste of time, in my humble opinion. I, I, I really... I, I'm, I'm it, not going to rage. Take it or leave it. I'm no, not going to rage. No, the, but, 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 but I don't believe you are going to... You are not going to gain any additional knowledge from asking a guy to throw a dart and see if he can hit the middle of the board. In fact, what you may do is is limit the amount of time you have with him, so you may not get all your questions in because you're busy watching him throw darts. This is the this is the nine story story.
0: This is Mitch vacuuming yes. the the locker room. You raged this against is, that. Right, well, to to right, to, you shouldn't put much stock into any of that. Yes. this is Mitch driving the Toyota Corolla. This yes. is Mitch making the Jim McMahon reservation. I want to know, can they play?
2: If Mitch would have played like Patrick Mahomes, we would have thought all that stuff was fabulous.
0: Yeah, if someone throws a bullseye and beats uh, Matt Eberflus in, in a putting contest, that shouldn't get them ahead of but, someone else on the draft
2: board. But goes out there and drops punts and runs the wrong routes or does something, you know, that they're not supposed to do. Well, like, then what was the... What was the the, you know what was that all for? I'll give you an example.
0: Velas Jones dressed in a suit and brought a briefcase. Um, remember that was all the rage. That oh, he, was it? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Dion was all over that. Really? I didn't Deon know that. Was like this guy is a pros pro. He 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 dresses in a suit. He brings a briefcase to Ellis Hall. The guy couldn't catch a pass.
2: None of that matters. Well, you're proving my, this is my point is, is like, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rage against it, but I am going to identify it it's as something cute. that it, I don't believe adds any material evidence to your evaluation. Process. I think it's a nice way to loosen a guy up. Maybe. It, how about tell him a joke? Hey, how you doing? How's your family? You know, what is, what is throwing a dart do to loosen somebody up? You know, they come in and they just,
0: I don't know. You, you you're just you just want to hump right now. You want everything. I'm they, not humping. I, I'm not everything, buying it. Every, uh, but I'm not going to yell at them for trying something a little I, different to uh, to bring out the true personality of the player. What, what, they're so rehearsed. I think they're trying to get them to just be themselves.
2: When you want to loo- when wild. you want to loosen up, the first thing you do is grab some darts and go to a dartboard, right? Or you grab a putt putt. You gra- you go to the putt putt course.
0: Did you have a dartboard when you were a kid? No. You never got a dartboard. Oh, I, I don't it, believe back so. Back in
2: the day there was a I had a it, dart Listen, stage. My, If 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 there was a dartboard in my house, my brother and I would have thrown the darts at each other. It's Waddle and Selvy and for Captain J Hood. Here's today's headline. with Captain J Hood. Oh my goodness, this takes me back in time when I was your fill-in anchor, sports anchor over at Fox. I got the uh, warm and fuzzies from this. Hey, uh, both the White Sox and Cubs picked up spring training wins yesterday. Marcus Stroman struck out four over two and the third innings. Here come the Cubs. In a 6-1 win over Oakland and Larry Garcia had a two-run home run helping power the Sox to a 6-4 win over Colorado. Well, he's going to play every game now. No doubt. Get your money's worth. The Blackhawks continue their sell-off, sending Max Domi to Dallas for a second-round pick. And journeyman goalie Anton Something. They now have 14 picks in the first two rounds of the next three drafts. Hawks lost 5 2 to Dallas at the UC last night. By the way, I also saw the Rangers a little bit. Well, I saw the score. They lost 5 3 in Kaner's debut. I don't believe he had any tallies. I think he was. He did shut not. Out. No. Yeah, His but, baby was there, though. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Family was there. Bulls back in action tonight after their win yesterday. No, not yesterday. Two days ago. Two days ago, yeah. Uh, Hosting the new look Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant expected to play for Phoenix tonight. Uh, And Patrick Kane, as I was just telling you, debuted for the Rangers last night. Four shots. No goals. No assists. Was a minus two. That's okay. Canter will get uh, get his uh on out there in New York. <laughs> I you were going to say. Um, get his craft together. going <laughs> to no, no, no. Oh, he's got his craft together. Uh, they lost to Ottawa 5-3. to three.
0: Cap, Cap and J-Hood are back.
4: Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in.
0: On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. What's uh, Carmen doing here already? It's
3: 7.35? He told us he was going to bring us donuts. And he did. He, did. he yeah. paid that off. There are donuts back. You want me to bring them in?
0: God, uh, there's nothing like a great morning donut. Like I thought you were going to say. 1,000 calories, see, I though. thought you were going to say dump. That, too. You're After off that donut, I'm you're off. The morning schedule.
3: It's unbelievable. See, that's, if, the, if I bring you these donuts, what's it going to do to your poop schedules that are
2: already all screwed up? Then they have to pull into a McDonald's up on the Edens at some point like at 11 o'clock? Got to do way what you got to do.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, I've done that. Have Me you too. ever heard
0: of when Waddle uh, cut off the uh, the driver and the driver almost uh, beat you him should... up in the McDonald's parking lot?
2: Yeah, I haven't heard this. Well, well it, it happens. Uh, Eden's Roulette. I was playing Eden's Roulette, <laughs> which is when I used to leave the station and think that I can get home before I actually have to use the bathroom. Because it didn't want to use the bathroom here, so I can get home before that. So I play a little Eden's roulette. You like to play the whole gas tank thing where you, you like to see how far your, you know, your, your gauge can go down yeah. and, and before Bro, you run out of gas. How can you go? Well, I try to do that with, with you know, with with the your bowels, poop. with the poop. <laughs> well, one time, Shay... It, the turtle it, game. One time I, 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 I played roulette and the bullet was in the chamber, so to speak. <laughs> So I get halfway up to Eden's, and I'm like, oh, no, this isn't going to go well. So I immediately swerve off and get off the highway. And then I – there's a McDonald's after the first light. I don't remember what it was. It maybe dumpster or something. So I just haul in front of a car. Just boom. Cut right in front of them. And I've crossed the, the – and I think I even went over a, a, a curb – to get into the mcdonald's parking lot well the guy cut off followed me in in a truck and he was screaming at me and he's like you might run, you're not. and i get out of my car and i'm running i'm going hey dude you can kick my ass when i'm done but i gotta go to the bathroom right now and i don't want to blank myself so let, can we put this off for a minute And he started laughing. He says, no, you're good. But I almost got not only almost pooped my pants, almost got my ass kicked. Going over the curb, it feels dangerous.
3: When you're prairie dog hitting the curb, that feels like that could have set things
2: loose. I think if you were inside McDonald's at the time, you thought I was coming in to rob the place because I was coming in with (laughs) such such velocity. You literally almost got the crap kicked out of (laughs) you. And uh, like I was so calm, though, about dealing with the guy because he was yelling. And I just looked at him over my shoulder and was like, dude, you can kick my ass later, but I gotta get inside. So Fantastic story. The same McDonald's I used to hang out yeah. at
0: when I was in you high know school. On Dempster, you yeah. Know the absolutely. One. Yeah. yeah. Like Dempster Now Center, just, Dempster. Destroyed yeah, that skull. Skokie, whatever. Destroyed it. Is. it. Uh let's go to space. What's up, space? Should I do hoodie? Hey, space! <laughs> tell me your idea. What's up, space?
1: Waddle, wow, Sylvie, what's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Everything's good. Uh, let me let me play
2: let me play Cap now. What's cracking, space? <laughs>
1: hey, y'all are awesome, man. You guys are awesome. Well, in honor of Captain J Hood. Okay. Keep your Peek out of their ass, (laughs) Russ. Okay. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Well done. Yeah, man. Hey, there's no way we can settle for getting one pick for for the first pick. Yeah, I I don't see an option where that's a good option. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's Will Anderson. I don't care if it's – I don't care who it is. There's no way – We can just settle for one person. We got to trade now. We got to get it for more picks because we got too many holes, man. We got we got to fill up a whole line. We need some defensive linemen. We need some linebackers, uh, with the exception of Jackson. Oh, Jack (laughs) Sando. But we need we need some people. So there's no way we can settle for one pick. We got to make some moves. I think Ryan Poles is on the right track, and he's going to do us right. Space. I would say this.
2: if they keep the number one pick and they don't trade it, I'd be willing to bet you and anybody else that they're using that pick on a quarterback. Because I don't see them that's keeping a, the pick for a position player. Right. And, and listen, all I, hell's breaking it, loose if that's the it, case. Well, and I don't believe that that is going to be the case. But if they would keep the number one overall selection, then to me... That would signal to me that they've fallen in love with Bryce Young, who, by the way, yeah. I showed you a picture. Looks like he's been working out, or he's got five or six sweaters on. He, you, you said he looks
0: thicker? He looks thicker. And then, so, so again, like, so that's what they want to see, right? Because he's, first of all, he's short, and second of all, he's skinny, and I, they don't think he can be
2: durable enough. To me, his weight, and it can't be like, I don't want to... It can't be like Suzuki weight, you know what I'm saying? Like he put Don't on a that lot of. I didn't. That. I didn't. I'm just making a comparison. The weight that he put on, at least in the pictures I saw, didn't look like, you know, a lot of muscle weight. Well, he didn't work out the core, obviously, or didn't properly. Oh, work now out look, the now, core. look well, now look who's now look who's going the after so much. That's right my away. point. But my what I'm saying is, is if he puts on, you know, good weight that you think that he can he can maintain. That's different. Like you and I were talking at one of the breaks. Look, I'd be drinking if I'm him, and I know that my weight is important to everyone at the combine. I'm drinking gallons of water. I may pee nonstop for the next five hours after I get off the scale. Don't the GMs know that though, too? Like if he steps on the scale, like uh- well, that's why I say the the appearance, his appearance. It can't be that he's just put on weight in the midsection, right? Right. Like you, I showed you the picture. It looks like his thighs are. He looks good. Now, again, oh. I don't know uh, what well, he did, size-wise. I mean, he doesn't look frail in the picture. Does you, he look you, frail to you? You pointing at the quads. You, yeah. You're impressed with the quads, uh, well, huh? I am. Look, did he Did it not look? Did he not? That's he where Jalen Hurts is so strong. Exactly. He didn't look skinny to me. But, again, he also had a sweatshirt on. So I don't know what he's going to do. Okay. We'll see. And and so people think that if he
0: does weigh, if he has put on muscle and he does look good that way that he could he could gain even more momentum as
2: far as the number one overall pick that to me would be more important than a player going out there and like a defensive end running a good 40 oh really so like will anderson running a four six five i think is less meaningful than bryce young stepping on the scale and showing that he has bulked up in a good way Three one two three
0: three two three seven seven six. Lee and Kankakee. What's up, Lee?
2: What's going on, gentlemen? Hang on a second here. You're on my uh, my phone. Give me one second. What were we doing? All right, you got me. There you go.
0: Yeah, don't don't okay. pull big
2: C. Sorry, no worries. I just wanted to make sure that we got to you. Um, so definitely, we we want to trade this pick. I would like to put, uh, trade this pick twice if Houston's going to play ball and Indianapolis will play ball. I'd like to see us get either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, but the main thing that I don't think anyone's talking about because we have such a—I want to say like a, a depleted wide receiver class—stockpile some picks for next year. Marvin Harrison Junior. is coming out next year. Yeah, go after that man because then uh, Justin Fields is going to have his running mate for the next ten years. You know, I think it would be a fantastic idea. I'm going to hang up and listen to what you guys got to say. Look, Lee, I think it's something we've talked about in the afternoons quite a bit. I would love to get some draft currency for next year as well, knowing that this isn't going to be a finished product at the end of 2023. For
0: for whatever you need. Like, yeah. whether it's, it's Marvin Harrison Jr., what if Justin doesn't pan out? Of course. Like, there are many reasons why, or just to continue to add. Like, one of these bad teams that you're trading with, may still be bad next year. And then all of a sudden, you're winning the lottery next year. What if you do improve? What if Justin is much better? Like, the Eagles got really, really good, and now all of a sudden, New Orleans is bad, and now they've got New Orleans pick. They're a Super Bowl team, And yet they still have high draft capital and they can continue to improve. Like it's not just for one player. There are so many reasons why the Bears should want to try to get a first round pick for next year. too. No doubt.
2: Optimistically, you want them to obviously be pointing in the right direction. Justin takes the next step and you make progress knowing that the following year you'll be even better. But you also have the capacity and the luxury of having an escape hatch. And you have that by not spending all of your money this year and maybe finding a way to garner some to gather some some 2024 draft currency as well. In case, you know, the unfortunate thing that you described just happens. If the quarterback doesn't pan out and show the progress that you're expecting at that point, you may need to pivot and go in a different direction. No one wants to say that, but that's like I'll say it. Yes, that is a possibility. And to move. To pivot and move, you're going to have to have a couple of first-round picks more than likely. And next year's quarterback class seems to be, it's projected to be, pretty good. Let's hope we don't have to go there. But if we do have to go there, you got to have an escape hatch. Unlike what the Bears had with the Mitch experience. You couldn't get out of that. Yeah. You didn't have any draft currency and all your money was spent in the Khalil Mack trade.
0: Yep. Yep. three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to get in uh, the question that we're asking you right now, um, would you be happy? Like I've seen so many bloggers that I like, I respect who got wowed by Will Anderson yesterday at the combine and said, hey, if the Bears don't get what they want, um, let's just be happy if the Bears just draft him at one to me. Not good enough. You're in this position with all this cap room with, with what we think. I, and let me, let, I believe Ryan Poles can do something that not many general managers have done throughout the years. And I'll tell you what that is coming up next as we're in for Cap and Jay Hood.
1: Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN One Thousand. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
0: Like I think Polls has a chance, and we're it's waddling Sylvia in for Cap and Jay Hood. Jay Hood had the um, arch madness. Cap is in Vegas. Like, I try to rack my brain and think about some of the most creative general managing. And I don't just mean, like, a good pick. Like, the 83 Bears draft set up the 85 championship. You should even, I know it's so long ago, but the younger listeners should go through
2: that. Uh, And and look the way it just, it it set them up. The Saints had a draft a couple of years ago that was very, very good. Right, right. Like, creative uh,
0: general managing, like, Jerry Krause had a draft where he got both Pippen and Horace Grant, and the way he pulled that off is he got Olden, olden Polonese, and he traded with Seattle, and no one really knew how good Scotty Pippen was going to be, and he did. And he pulled off this trade with with Seattle for for Olden Polonese, and he ended up with Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen in the same draft, and it was like... Hocus pocus. It was creative general managing. What Ryan Poles can do, he could, what, if he does this right and trade down and turn the number one pick into multiple players who are good, it will not only be successful um, picks but cre- it could be some of the most creative general managing we have ever seen. If he plays his cards right, if he trades down multiple times and and he gets the most bang for his buck with successful trades and then gets the players right, he has the chance to put himself in the history books next to Jim Finks, Theo Epstein, Jerry Krause, yeah. like up there with some of the most creative general managing we've ever seen in Chicago sports if
2: he plays his cards right. There's no doubt. I mean, he is more at his disposal than he probably will ever have again in that role. I mean, your hope is is that you're never going to have the number one overall pick again. They've cleared the deck, so to speak, with regard to salary cap space. Now you got to make really good decisions. It's the reason why we've all been saying since the Houston Texans decide to do what they did. And go out and win that meaningless game, which gave the Bears the first overall selection. We have said over and over again that Ryan Poles will have the greatest impact on this offseason, especially if he makes good decisions. doesn't mean that he's going to spend all of his free agency money. doesn't mean he's going to turn the picks that they have into 30 picks. But by the same token, he has the ability or he has the resources at his disposal to do some really good stuff. And I would say like part of part of it is going to be enhancing where they sit right now, because as we said, a couple of, you know, a couple of segments ago, currently the Houston Texans have more value in the first two rounds with what they have. Yes, they've got the two. They've got the 12 and the 33rd pick. The Bears have one in 55. This one, the number one overall pick is great but you got a ton of needs right but if you go down to the 2 and you grab the the
0: the Texans 2 and you get their 33rd pick and then you go from 2 to 4 and you get the Colts 4 and then now all of a sudden you get their next year first round pick and their second round pick and maybe a player comes back now all of a sudden you're doing some Great work. And then hopefully you turn those picks into good players right. and you build a foundation. Now all of a sudden you're putting your name. You know what I mean? Like he has an opportunity to do the opposite of what Ryan Pace does. Ryan Pace has himself in the, in the talk of one of the worst moves in sports history. Yeah. He, he's the Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan thing, the Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes thing. Oh, I
2: thought you were talking about drafting Kevin White at eight. No,
0: but. Well, that- you were right. All, all all those things. Or Adam Shaheen, or on and on and on. But that, that move is one of the worst. Ryan Poles has an opportunity to do some of the most historic general managing. And I'm not like, this isn't caught in the moment. No, he it's does not it, hyperbole. He, it's not hyperbole. If he does it right, we have a chance to. He could really
2: change the direction of the franchise and it's the reason why i think if they stay at one the only reason they would do that is because the general manager and the coach and the people in the building fell in love with one of the quarterbacks i don't think they stay at one and draft a position player joey g in
0: melrose park a guy that i hear every single day around this time joey g what's on your mind good morning gentlemen how are you we're great how are you Very good joey when I'm walking and breathing. That's all that matters. <laughs> that is important. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, <laughs> what's on my mind is like, I, I agree. Don't do, don't just use the number one pick to get Will Anderson. You, you got to go down the charts. You got to build for next year. And I saw this kid last night, Van Ness on Iowa. Um, uh, excellent. Uh, he's tall. Lengthy, speed, make a good uh, left side on the defense with Jack Sanborn on the right side. So that, you know that that's that, that's me, and I, and I I agree with you one hundred percent, Sylvie. And but uh, that, that's all I got to say. All right, a Joey. Tan, He's... by the way, uh, how many times you bash
0: Cap?
2: Huh? Where are we at now, Joey? Where are we at on the on the uh, tally? Four. Four. For an oh, hour, man. that's good. Well have we ba- I, have I bashed him? No, at no, all no. Time? That's my I'm sitting on cap today. I'm bashing myself. <laughs> Beating myself well, up, guys, so to congratulations
1: speak. Congratulations on being home of the Bears. Yes. Jay, thank you. Thank Take you, care, you. guys. Thank, thank you. You're you're you.
2: By the way, uh Lucas Van Ness is the twenty-first ranked prospect on the uh ESPN draft chart. He is obviously a defensive end out of
0: Iowa. Yeah, yeah. You're, if you're talking about offensive players in Iowa, then then there's something wrong. The
2: punter usually,
0: maybe. usually it's a defensive player. Yeah. Right.
2: Yes. I believe their punter though is probably going to have to have uh, a, a new leg, a new right leg. I think he wore it out. Wore it War- right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mileage on that. Yeah.
3: Player.
0: Who is it? What, what's the player? The wide receiver that the Bears had who fumbled and they cut. They got from the Vikings. Amir Mark- Smith Marset. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't he an Iowa player? Uh, I think he was from
2: Iowa. Was he? I think like when he I didn't mean, know how to is, react with the, the ball in his hands, this is what happens yeah.
0: when all of a sudden you get a skill guy from Iowa. Right. Bad things happen. <laughs> yeah. Don't you do that. like usually if you read a prospect from Iowa, it's either an, the only time is usually an offensive lineman. They usually have got offensive lineman
2: or a tight end.
0: More or right, Cook. That's true. I mean, it's San Francisco's uh, uh, George Kittle. George Kittle. But but wide receivers, no. quarterbacks, no, no. So all right, we're in for Cap and Jay Hud, shot or no shot coming up.
3: That's right. And George Kittle's on line eight. Wants to talk to you about Iowa. I love George Kittle. Oh, he's the best.
0: Yeah, I would love to get him on. He's on my list of guys that I would love to talk to. Robbie wow. Gold is going to be joining us at the uh, anniversary party. Maybe he can bring George Maybe Kittle with him. Maybe he can bring George Kittle on one day with us because he grew up here He's fantastic. Yeah. He, and he's one of the greatest characters in the NFL. So it's Cap and J-Hood, Waddle and Sylvie filling in.